This is Less Than Zero. Less Than Zero. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the um, Less Than Zero podcast. Thanks for being here. Um, so to keep it to keep it to keep it 100, we were talking amongst the room uh, before we started recording. The best way to to attack this and talk about it. And uh, we're just going to be as real and authentic as possible. Um, truth be told, we're just three regular guys. We're not famous. We, we have no huge platforms. And, uh, you know, we just have our opinions. And that's what I'll say. So um, May 25th, a gentleman was killed in Minneapolis. He was murdered by the name of George Floyd uh, by four police officers. Um, one is in custody, was arrested. Derek Chauvin. Is it Chauvin? Nile. I think so. His name is spelled kind of weird. Chauvin. Name. <laughs> uh, for third degree murder and manslaughter, and then three are, to be honest, I don't know what's going going on with the other three, and it's caused, uh, you know, me and Nile were talking about this yesterday on the phone. It's um, it's, it's not a, a very good time. Like it's not a. Let's put it this way. It's not a fun time, right, in right. the world right now, just in general. Right. Um, you know, with. COVID-19, that situation going on, and we thought that it was going to kind of scale down, mm-hmm. and then this situation happens. Um, I don't know, man. I throw it over to you. What What were your thoughts on this? Oh, man. Let's, let's start with a little bit of context. Like, as of today, right? Um, as of recording this, the, it's the second or third day of heavy protests everywhere? Yesterday, yeah. right? Well, it's Sunday, so, yeah, second. Yeah. So, it'll be third today. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if yeah, sure. I mean, so I, last, I last night was probably one of the more I don't want to say active, but there were yeah. more protests in. There was pretty much a protest in every city in America, as well as one in Germany, everywhere and everywhere. We're there talk- was one in Tokyo. Oh, but, Tokyo, yeah, but what is it? Con- it wasn't connected to uh, to George Floyd. Uh, there was something else. There Just was something a different. Some protest? other police brutality happened to some Kurdish guy. Oh, really? Yeah, like he he didn't die, but like I guess he got his windpipe crushed or something like that. Wow. And so anyway. It was it was saying Tokyo against racism. Interesting. <laughs> so I don't know. It just seems like the whole world is like affected like by something you know, I don't know, so toxic. You know, it, everyone's it, feeling it. It feels like an over like it's it's I it feels like it's happening everywhere, and it's not just this issue. Like everyone's tired of everything. Everyone's right. tired of of just how things are working and and just all the bad things that's ha- that's been happening just right. this year alone. Right. You know I think people mean? are tired of seeing. Black people get killed and murdered. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I mean, yeah, you're, I mean, you're the black guy, but <laughs> I mean, I, I can see it. I mean, right. for me, just on the outside looking in, I can see it, and it makes me mad. But here's my problem, man. I'm just gonna be like completely 100. I'm not. And I told you this over the phone. I'm just not. I'm not empathetic to like the whole like court system of okay now we got to bring him to court now we got to get a jury what what did i say yesterday you well you brought you brought up capital punishment you you you're saying you know anyone who's who's killed someone unarmed or right. done something unjust just give them the death penalty if you kill someone you just kill them it wouldn't just make things so much simpler and i'm sorry if this is not your thing and you're easily like insulted then just turn it off <laughs> just turn it off because this is our podcast all right, this is our podcast. Yeah, straight up. So, and, if you don't, you know, and feel free to sound off on the comments below. Yeah, but that's that's just, that's just really how I feel. It just makes things so much simpler. And you know, if I'm taking it to, you know, if I'm taking this conversation on a tangent, let me know, and you can yeah. bring it back. But you know, that that's just how I honestly feel. Because right. now we're getting 
complicated. And then we, we're going to run into time. And then another situation is going to happen. I right. just think that another situation is going to happen, and this is going to fall by the wayside. Right. That's, that's something right. that you touched on earlier because we were talking about this before. Right. And like one, one of the things that we're, we want to talk, talk about this subject, but it's, it's something that we don't want to hound on the, of what everyone's talking about. We don't, want, right. we don't want to talk about the looting. We don't want to talk about some of the negative outcomes of this thing. We want to talk about the positive things. Right. And what we can look forward to and what we want, what we want to change. Right. 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 I, I definitely think, you know, right now everyone's caught up in the moment. And, you know, historically we've seen that happen, you know, with 90, within the 1992 riots after mm -hmm. uh, Rodney King was beat. That was honestly one of the first recorded, you know, police brutality videos. Like, um, that was the first time people, a lot of people didn't know it right, happened right. until they saw that footage. Right, right. right. Yeah. So that's what like ignited that. Of course, there was protests in the past and, there's always been police brutality, you know, in this country, uh, off camera. I can't even imagine, but, uh, you know, it seems that this has been a consistent problem and people protest, we get passionate and then we get caught back into our lives. And, you know, some people who are black, you know, like myself, we have to go back into the reality, um, outside of like the revolution that's kind of happening right now people are look looking at that and they're caught up in the moment what we have to look at what can we do after the protests are over you know i definitely support protest but it can't be the only thing it's it's a it's a part of the movement to for change you know so like what you said someone's there has to, be, there has to be actual action there has to be right. legislation right i saw something someone i wish i can give the right credit but someone tweeted that this year we'll need the biggest youth voter turnout of all time <clears throat> for, right. for things to change. And that's realistically as well as obviously protests are a good thing. And right. so you need to get your the the knowledge out there. You got to get people talking about it. But then after that, there has to be real change on paper. And right. I think that's where, you know, and it sounds kind of cheesy at this point, but it really comes down to really being active voting and mm -hmm. figuring out right the right people in your um, local jurisdiction, jurisdiction, your own congressman, your own mm -hmm. everything. That's exactly what Killer Mike said. Yeah. That's essentially what he said. Yeah. He said you got to beat them not with violence, you got to beat them with, uh, I forgot the term, but it was it was dope. But um, yeah, no, yeah. He, that's exactly. He said it very articulate. That's articulate. exactly what he said. Yeah, yeah. he said it. Um, he said after he said you had to strategize. You got to go home, you got to plan, and you got to strategize. Right. You know, stop burning down y'all's own property. Mm -hmm. That's essentially what he said. And then just going back to what you're saying, and this is maybe on a smaller scale, but you guys see that video? There was a, a police officer, sheriff, uh, in Flint, Michigan. Okay. And people are mad, right? As they should. And he's he pretty much said it just like this. He goes, guys, listen, that officer, speaking about Derek Chauvin, mm -hmm. is not me. Right. I, I am not him. I don't even relate to this guy. That is not who I stand for. And he, he pretty much said it just like that, real somber. He goes, I will join you in this rally. We're going to do this together. Mm -hmm. And instead of them like saying, F you, blah, 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 and attack him, which could have happened, mm -hmm. you know, sure. they, they actually were empowered. So, right. you know, I just think, I think it's going to be tough, man. I'm going to be honest with you because you say, so essentially it's going to have to come from the top down, correct? In general terms, I think. The, for, the opposite. Bottom right. up. Bottom up. Yeah, it's got to be the people that pressure the top, if that's what you mean. Well, I think top down and bottom up, but I, I get what you're saying. Obviously, but when you look at, obviously, Trump and, and his 
I don't even know what to Cronies? call it. Sure. <laughs> and like that, that just adds to the fire and how, why everyone's so upset. Cause not only is this an important issue, but we don't, people don't feel heard about what the issue is and it's being ignored or out or completely dismissed. It sounds right. like to me that, that tell me if I'm wrong, that we gotta, you gotta, it's about people caring. People have yeah. to care. People have to care. But enough people have to care. Is that what you guys mean? Enough people have to care, you know? And enough people have to uh, turn up and vote for the people who believe in these things. Right. That's really what it comes down to. And right. it's not as sexy as going out and protesting. Right. But, like, that's where real change sexy comes protesting. from. protesting. Is protesting sexy? <laughs> in the sense of, like... <laughs> Man, these photos that I've been saying. seeing of, like, oh. you know, people kneeling in front Dude, of the cops. It's from, like... From, like, if I'm a photographer, from a photographer's perspective, the it's photos sexy. that are coming from these protests are yeah. fantastic. Right. So Dude. that's why people think, like, it's, Man, it's that's glorious. Sexy. Like, people like it's the glorious. idea of being an actor. Heroic. Right. Yeah. Right. You get those right. glamour shots of the dude putting his fist in the air with a fire behind him. Yeah. That's right. intense and epic. Yeah. Going to a voting booth doesn't have the same effect. Right. But that's the only well, you way. Could. You, I mean, it could. It could. could. Before but you it really you know, don't. Puts down in the ballot. But it's never no. like that. It's never like. It's that. always a chore. It's one of it's those. Always a chore, and they make it so hard to do it. And yeah. It's a whole other thing. Right. But, well, I mean. So, what do you think? Like, how how does that happen? Like, remember his talk? He was alluding to, you know, it starts from the bottom up. Like, how would that happen? Like, in a real world situation, how would it would we empower people? Right. Yeah. Uh. Well. I mean, it's a it's a really good question, Julian. And uh, I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> it's a very basic question. It's a, very, it's, a it's a really good question, though, because we have to get back to the basics. Like, okay, so what can we do? What does that mean? Like, on a literal sense, we have to advocate for policies that are going to impact and transform the system. That's what we have to do. There are specific policies that can do that, that can change the way society even operates uh you know there's a there's a law in new york uh, i don't know when it was passed it was i would assume within the last five years but it's this law where um if you call someone an illegal alien you can get fined up to two hundred fifty thousand mm. dollars. and you know google this fact check me mm. uh but this law what that does is is it demands respect for a group of people it's systematically demanding their respect for a group of people and the society will uh respond the society adjust. will adjust mm -hmm. so 50 years from now you won't see people just calling you know uh mexicans or uh immigrant hispanics illegal aliens because it's degrading it dehumanizes them you know from as a human so just imagine if there was laws that specifically were for black people to prevent this from happening to George Floyd, we can get creative. For example, if a police officer kills an unarmed black man, no matter what, he's looking at 25 years, like no negotiation, uh, 25 years. That, now that's to what life. I'm talking about. That's what you're talking about. You're yes. talking about cow punishment. I'm, you know, I don't believe in death, the death penalty because I want to create a society that's not, it's not about two wrongs make a right. Like you kill people, so we killed you. It's about we have to we have to push something else. So I'm not about death the death penalty, but I am about people getting punishment and afford and hopefully creating a system in uh prison where it's more of a rehabilitation, not a cage. I think you're more empathetic. I just think you're more empathetic. Well yeah, I mean than that's I am. I'm, because here's I'm, the thing. What, what hold on because what you're saying is great, but number one, 
when you murder someone, I mean, I really don't think there any there should be any re re rehabilit uh, rehabilitation right there. But also, like, I also think about the space, the money that it costs to keep that person in jail. I'm looking at all that again. It depends on the crime, but a crime like that, I, I really don't think there is any. There's like there's no conversation there. I mean, I just we I think we have to keep it, you know. As humanistic as possible. Yes, it might be a burden financially to keep someone alive, but that person, like I told you last week, that person has the capability to change and do better. Like if they're in prison, there's been people that have killed people when they were 19 years old and they're 45 now. They have a degree. They're giving, they're writing books out. I mean, I don't know. To focus on on personal growth for for people. Again, to to situation though, a guy like a guy like that. Derek, what, but, he's not about, about David, Derek, Derek, yeah. the guy who killed George Floyd. Yeah. What about him? I just, I mean, I, I don't think there's any hope for him. That's just what I think. I, 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 I think I, there's hope for everybody. I think there's hope for everyone. That's my underlying thing. You know, we, we disagree on that, but yeah. I, at the end of the day, he needs to be punished. So 20, there needs to be consequences, right? That's a better word. <laughs> Punishment is kind of, but there needs to be consequences to the causes. And the system has to reflect that. The reason why there's so many protests and people are angry and emotional is because the system didn't respond, you know, Agreed. the way they should have. Right. So, you know, we have to create policies. We have to push policies that will prevent that. And what would prevent that is no matter what, no just getting fired. No slap on the wrist. When you do something that's that blatant and you kill someone unarmed, you automatically looking at 25 and to life. Agreed. So I'm saying if you get 50 years, you can talk it down, but you're not getting any more than 25. Sounds like you need to rewrite the laws. Yeah. There yeah has need, the laws need to be yes. like Specifically for this right. situation. Specifically right. for the situation, specifically for a group of people that are disproportionately uh, killed unarmed. What that would do, it sets a tone for cops, any cop with any views whether they're a republican a conservative liberal it prevents them from being so careless with killing people in Agreed. general Agreed. so that I, guy if he knew that man i'm gonna actually get in trouble i'm gonna actually go to jail he i might, not need, I might need to life. rethink what i'm doing here exactly that video that, the reason why they don't you won't see that as much of white people is because there's consequences i mean and just the fact that you know white people they have social capital they have economic they have a higher economic floor than black people when a white cop is dealing with white people, he doesn't know who they're dealing with. Th that kid that he's dealing with could be the son of a corporation that will crush him. But when he looks at black people, he can bet money that he does not have to worry about anything uh, from us uh, economically that's yeah. going to hurt him and, and, and us demanding a system to hurt him. He's not going to have to worry about that. You know what I mean? I agree with that. So, you know, if there has to be policies. To, that to further back what you're saying. If those policies hypothetically were in place, that could have saved that man's life because let's just say let's just say hypothetically, Derek Chauvin right wasn't mm -hmm. listening because he wasn't listening to anyone. You you like we saw the video. The bystanders were like, "Dude, you're on his neck." You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Two minutes, three minutes, five minutes in, mm -hmm. and that Asian dude, Tu Tao. If if you guys look at the video, he was giving him a pass. Mm -hmm. He was actually baiting the bystanders. If those laws were in place, I think he would be more aware mm -hmm. to look out for his partner be like yo what are you doing the mm -hmm. whole time i don't even think he turned his head to even look at what he was doing i don't think he cared All right there was one second where he like they were like yo look at this and he did a good like i would say 2.5 seconds kind of okay. looking at it and it was like i mean this was when i'm i'm pretty sure george floyd was like passed out like whether he nine was passed out and about to die and mm -hmm. transition to death mm -hmm. there was it was when he wasn't talking and 
begging for his life. I remember that Asian guy, he looked and then kind of just went back to back up, back up. He didn't, it didn't even like register in his brain. Like maybe these people are right. It's, you know, it's, it's honestly, it's deep, man. I mean, it's deep when we cut, when we talk about America and injustice and, and how, you know, the nature in police enforcement are like, there are great cops out there, but the bad cops that are doing these things, how many of them have gotten away with these things without the good cops speaking out about it. So we need more people speaking out, but it's like a frat. So the police enforcement, it's like a band of brothers. And if one brother is doing something messed up, it's extremely frowned upon to call them out and be like, yo, bro, I'm reporting this to the head chief. You're going to be condemned. You're going to be condemned and you're going to get, you're going to get bullied. Like it's real, bro. Fact check me actually. Um, I, I don't know the term, but there's a code. That's a night. There's an actual code for that. Of course, it's like a gang. It's no different, right? It's no different. It's no it's different. And so when snitching, it's yeah, it's snitching same, in its same. own way. It's yeah. snitching in its own way. Like, bro, I know you saw this, but bro, like, don't even worry about they, it. this guy's they a don't loser. This the, guy was just robbing something. He didn't deserve to live anyways. They don't want to be the six nine. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. If they snitch, yeah. they would be the six nine. I'm not, I'm being serious. If, if they would snitch, if if, if people are playing at home, this is another. Fourth podcast, you just brought well, him what up. what I'm saying, I mean, essentially, this is what a gang, I mean, if you look at it, because there's a code, certain code, if you break that code, that's what you're looking for. Let's, upon. how and about, let's give an example. How about Edward Snowden? Instead of 6 9 6 yes. 9 was part of the issue. Let's talk about Edward Snowden. Yes. He, whistleblower yeah, he for corruption that was happening, and he noticed, it's not like he was part of it and accepted it. He said, whoa, what the hell is this? And I'm speaking out about it. Mm-hmm. Whistleblower, mm-hmm. not a snitch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Snitch is... It's a bad connotation. Like it means to me, a snitch is like you have to be a part of the bull crap. Like if you're a good cop and you're not a part of it, but you see it go down, you're not a snitch. But right, no, I agree. But I mean, how do they? You know, the people within his. Of course, they're going to think that's the, that's the way they look at it. That's the way they're going to look at it. Right. That's why. You know? I guess. Yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah. Hey, so quick thing back to the. You know, we're talking about change and how can things change. You're talking about the infrastructure of laws. Right. What about <laughs> and. I'm curious what, what, what you're going to say about this. Uh-huh. What about the use of celebrities? What I'm saying, like, remember yesterday we were talking mm. about Taylor Swift, and she right. says some real, you know, she says some real-ish, you know, she that did. even you gave her props on. I did. She said, after stoking the fires of white supremacy and racism, your entire presidency, no one's saying anything at this point. This is a couple days. Right. This is like a week old at this point. Right. Um, you have the nerve to, to feign, to find moral su- superiority before threatening violence. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. We'll vote you out in November at real Donald Trump. So she has severe, people are saying that just based off her influence, she could actually sway the d- decision making majorly, like right. by, by huge percentages. So what about the use of, you know, celebrities, high, you know, celebrities voice. Exactly. Right. Using their stages, but right. really on a consistent level, on a very real level. Right. You think that can make a difference? Of course. I think that. I've mentioned this in a couple podcasts ago. I said, you know, what are the point of celebrities? I believe celebrities should use their voice or give us money. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. I mean, you have a platform that's so large, you know, where you can make a, I mean, think about it. Tor Lanes, his, his, uh, what was it called? Quarantine, Quar- Radio. Quarantine Radio had how many viewers on that? A lot. And then, or like <laughs> six, nine had 2 million viewers on like bull crap, right? If celebrities use their voice to to pressure politicians it's not just like oh speaking out about injustice and it's a tweet you know that's great what taylor swift did but like let's 
let's push it even more forward like really get active and i don't think this society we we have to we have to really just be politically educated i think so many of us it's almost like cool to not be politically educated and other places like japan korea youth are politically educated mm. that's the only way that things are going to get done if we're not polit politically educated all these people with their own agenda they're going to pull the rug underneath us so but yes celebrities should be using their voice to speak out on injustice you know, especially celebrities like for this specific situation, like black people getting killed. If you're a celebrity and you make hip hop music and you're not black or even if you are black, you make money off of black people. You need to speak out about this, you know, so the ones that are I'm looking at y'all like I'm looking at. But them. here's the thing. I mean, it's Sunday now and I haven't seen anything from. I mean, I made a list. Have you seen anything from Drake? <laughs> you made a list. I haven't. I haven't checked, man, because I already. I, okay. I already but personally I gave up okay. on. Celebrities. I think it's important to to point out that there has been a lot. There's been a few positive yes. um, sure. voices. Yes, yes. Halsey, Nick Cannon, Jamie Foxx, Selena Gomez, blah blah blah. Yeah, they all posted <laughs> on the Instagram, Twitter. Great. Now here's the thing: How do you differentiate ones that are actually doing it authentically, right? Right, and actually for real. Right. I, I don't think you can, but unless you can sort of tell based on what they're saying. I think it's got to be more than a tweet. It's, it's, For sure. I think it has to be For more sure. than you know a tweet. You know what I'm saying? Like Kim man. Kardashian just posts, I don't know her, man, but I'm saying she just posts, and she posts stuff all the time, how disappointed she is. You get what I'm saying, right? Yes. Blah, blah, blah. But you, like, you want to see what? You want to see action, whether it's a form of currency. Political advocacy. And, um, oh, yeah, I mean. Money or? Or money or using your voice to support people that are doing the work. I'm not saying right. celebrities need to be, like, huge activists and they got to, uh, build foundations no there's people that are actually doing the work shout them out there's a ton of people on the grassroots level trying to build build awareness of like what needs to be done what i'm saying i'm just i'm like an echo chamber i've like there's people that already said we need we need uh uh pop uh, policies that are specifically for black americans specifically for the ones who descended from slavery in this country uh mm. these people you know, have already been saying what I'm saying and, and, and understand psychology and they understand historically and they understand economics. But these people, they have maybe 30,000 followers, 40,000 followers. All you got to do, Kanye West, Jay-Z, point them to the right direction. Killer Mike shouted out the people that I'm actually talking about. Killer Mike is one of the he few did. celebrities, there's people like Antonio Moore, Yvette Carnell, William Darity, professor at Duke University. He's like, these are people that are actually doing the work. So celebrities cardi b all of them they need to point to the direction they need to do their homework and point their direction to people that are doing the work so people that are following them can can go there you know mm -hmm. so i think you should use your voice and if not you should be donating i don't i don't like the whole uh sign a petition thing i think you need to be sending money to george floyd's family george floyd's family should never have to worry about working a day in their life after what happened like every celebrity should be giving them 100k i thought it was cool colin kaepernick is paying for all his attorney fees his family's attorney fees. That's what celebrity. That's what you mean. I, I think so too because we live in a society where we have a group of people who have a significant part of the wealth, and a lot of us are have to work day to day, right? Yep. So it's their privilege to have this space, whether it's their entertainment space or whatever. It's their privilege where they have all this money and they can go fly private jets and go places and all that. But I think like at there's certain times where when there's just things that aren't wrong, you you have to just out of a humanistic, you know, way, you gotta you gotta do something in your power. It's it can't just be a tweet, man. It can't just be an Instagram post. Read. Like you have to can someone get me George Floyd's family's number? Like, what is her cash app? 
please, like, I want to find this person. I, I mean, that's the kind of power that celebrities can, but they choose there, not to. Th yeah, and going back to what you're saying, Justo, there are celebrities out there. Seth Rogen and uh, a few others have right. um, offered to pay some of the, uh, some of the well, the, actually the protesters, the ones that have been jailed, right. the actual protesters in Minnesota, some of their costs. But, you know, that's... There's definitely some good ones, but I get what you're saying. Of course, there's good ones. It's real there's easy to like. Ones. It's even for ourselves. It's easy to compartmentalize and just tweet something out. Oh, I did my job. I care. I'm done, and move on with your life. Right. Right. And another thing I wanted to ask you. Um. So when you first saw the video, mm -hmm. how did you make? How did it make you feel? Like, what was your first initial thoughts? Oh man. Honestly, dude, I feel like I've I've been desensitized. Like mm. I'm so used to. I mean, literally, I saw a video a month before where where a young man was on Facebook Live and died. You know, so I'm so used to seeing people that look like me die. I'm just I don't really even even I, I honestly don't have feelings. I'm 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 mm. more angry. You know, and then I think after the fact, when I find out, like when you when you when you always when you find out about people outside of the event of like their 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 demise, you know, you find out like what they're into here, they're married to. And like, man, it's just sad. Like, man, like, you know, this person was like in their 40s. You know, I think about people like my dad who's in his 60s. He's done so much within the last 20 years, like raise me, you know, I mean, and been a big, big part of my life, like in a positive way. And uh, you know, people like George Floyd don't get to do that. And it's, that's, what's really sad for me. Like, and it's just, you know, it's just really it, sickening, you know, either way it's, it's the loss of human life. Right. At the and, end of the day, and that's something in that, that way, in the most, yeah, in the, in the worst, worst way possible, worst way. Right. It's Here, here's the thing. And I'm just throwing it out there. There, the bystanders, we can hear them in the video. They're mm -hmm. like, dude, get a, get off his neck, bro. Mm hmm. I'm not saying he should have because obviously he would have been arrested, but part of me is like, damn, it got to a point. It was so serious. Like the dude was unconscious. I mean, you should have right. pushed the cop off. Right. It's in the, do, that, do, you, do you get what I'm saying? No, I do. Because I think hard. about it. Dude. Think, I, I know that. That's yeah. why I'm saying. That's why I said I, I understand why he didn't do it. But his the, I forgot the, the guy's name. They interviewed him, I think. But his tone was like he basically said, get off his neck, bro. Get off his neck. It was the same tone for probably the entire time. Yeah. But he it would have been nice if he said, get off his neck, bro. You know what I mean? What the fuck you doing? Like you, sometimes you got to, people say, you know, sometimes you got to show your, 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 you, you have to show it in volume. That's yeah. not the answer to everything, but in situations like that, you, do you get what I'm saying? What were you going to say? It's, it's hard to say. Cause then that person, you know, there's an element of fearing for their own life. Yes. If they get it, if they get involved, yes, they, could, but, they could have been in the same exact situation or, or. You know. Yeah, I'm not saying he should have done that, yeah. but inside, it's just one but of those get, thoughts in my you head. You want to say, like, if I was in that situation, I would have done something. I would have went over there, Scream. pushed him out of the way, I would have done something. Call other cops, somebody. There's, right. You there's, know? It's, and I think, you know, just what jo Justo said, right? I think Justo feels that way. I feel like if Justo did it, he he might have gone to jail that night, but he probably knows that he have, wouldn't have died. I wouldn't have died. Right. Like, Justo knows, like, at, at, he's 90, like, 8% sure that he's probably not gonna die right mm. but the people that were in there in that in that group it sounds like they were all black and they know they know the force field like man right. if i do this right. i can go to jail and it's not just like okay 
I can die. It's like if I go to jail, will I make bail? A lot of people, a lot of black. The reason why black people are it's so high, um, they they are convicted so much, they can't post bail, they can't afford a good attorney, they can't cut, so they have to wind up cutting the deal yeah. and going to jail longer. So they have to think about all this, and yeah. that's why I talk about it goes to policies, and that's why you know I I advocate you know for for reparations, which is you know uh you know it's a financial what you, economic. What do you see that? being in real life do you see it as a little a check in the mail do you see it as as simply just like you said specific policies like i think it's all it all goes in the same package i feel that you know um in this country you know native americans have received reparations they're still receiving they get free health care they get uh college tuition Mm -hmm. um and they get certain land Japanese receive uh, reparations. It's that one was more, yeah, from the uh, inter- for the internment camps. Mm. They receive reparations twice. So um, I like the idea of it being like you know school being paid for and like these oh of course different, different things. Being- I think it, it can't just be a check because yeah. because you don't know how they're gonna use it. You know how to use it. And at the same time though, like because it's owed. Because like you have to understand like when slavery was 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 uh was en- when when it ended. You know, Lincoln's intention was 40 acres and a mule, you know, land, you know, mule where they're able to actually get money. When Lincoln was killed and then uh, uh, President Andrew Johnson came in, he screwed all that up. And then they made laws against black people to prevent them from making money. So here we are in 2020, black people who were here for 400 years, built the country off free labor. Somehow we're just on the bottom the the homeless statistic is crazy when it comes to black people so this is a debt owed right so um just back to your point about like it's we have to have because black people don't have any money if we were just given money there would be institutions predatory institutions that will that will attack that will exactly capitalize off of that money made we need to have institutions to like money's going to come in given to these people but there's institutions where let's say they give the they they have money in the institution that's protecting it and also laws to protect them from you know as well as opportunity opportunities exactly to, to grow and to learn and to work all and to that be educated all exact of that. all that i think all that it needs to it's a rehabilitation like uh you know malcolm x said america stabbed the black community nine inches uh nine inches in slavery ended they pulled the knife six inches out and they go mm-hmm. back and forth every mm-hmm. time they kill us mm-hmm. what needs to happen is they need to pull the knife out Entirely, completely yeah, right. and attend to the wound that they made so that's what the u.s and this is a conversation like between black people and the u.s government i i don't want people to think that somehow this is about black people versus white people it's really not mm-hmm. like race is a social construct at the end of the day but in this country we made their hierarchy where hey Based on your skin color, you're less than him, and I'm making laws on why that is. We have to create laws to, to, to flip that to, to counteract to, it exactly. To so there it. was laws yeah. that were specifically down to put black people down. There needs to be laws that put black people up and able to maintain because, bro, it's it's deep, man. Like by 2050, like black America will not be able to keep up with the inflation of America. Every year, America gets. About two and a half for three. Right. And like I told you, generational wealth. There's generational wealth that passed down. That's passed down for most people. uh, You know, at least people that have been here for a long time in America. So, I mean, that's, 
I don't know how long I just talked, but that's, no, no, this is that's good. the like, underlying. Beautifully, beautifully spoken. By thank the way. you. Thank you, bro. I so that's that. the underlying thing. And I, it goes, reparations goes into policies where they protect black people. They make laws like, like that law in New York, but more aggressive where if a cop kills, if you get killed by a cop unarmed, blank, 25 years, because years, of the life, historic, whatever. because yeah. of everything that's happened historically. I understand that. And then, and then let's say, let's give an example. Amy Cooper. Amy Cooper, the girl who called on that black yeah, bird watcher, right? Mm -hmm. There was a story about Emmett Till. Emmett Till was massacred because he was a, a white girl said, uh, a white lady who's actually still alive right now. Uh, she um, accused him of rape or she wound up, he like, he like, he like winked at her or something at a store. She told the people and they went and lynched him, right? Mm. So, Amy Cooper in 2020, she still has that mentality, same mentality that lady that got Emmett Till killed, where I'm going to tell them this black man did this to me and they're going to go handle that. And so that was her idea about the police because she knows from from American history that the chances of a policeman going and killing this black man is is very high. So that's why she said what she said. And this is a so we have to create laws to demand respect for black people and society will adjust. They will respect black people. I feel like we have a society. We have a lot of people, all groups. We will who adapt. Don't, we I will adapt. You, we, I think that built, we don't, but. we don't respect black people, black life because our very, our very United States government never did never atone to it. So how would we expect the common people of the land That's to do the same? You know? Yeah, so. no, that, that makes sense. I, uh, I concur, which means I agree. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, I've, you Julian's, know. Julian's like, word. Yeah, I, yeah, I have nothing more to say. I just think it's a, uh, It's a hard things. thing for someone like Julian and I to speak on. Right. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I can't. I just don't think, I just think it's, um, it's unfortunate. And this is not a solution. This is just a statement, really. Right. It's unfortunate that, uh, uh, People look at it as a it's race, race, race. Right. It's really what it's human. Right. We're, it's humans. We're right. humans. We if, want to differentiate. Well, if people would have looked, looked at right. looked at at George as a human, right, the outcome may have been different. Right. Like it's just for me, it's about like I always say, like mindset, thought process. Right. Again, this is not a solution. It's just like if we looked. Can you imagine a society where we all looked at each other mm -hmm. as humans mm -hmm. rather than looking at skin color? It'd be a much different society, right? Of course. Imagine all the people. <laughs> Speaking of it, do we have time or no? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We're, do we have time? We're at, we're at 35. Okay. Um, good. <laughs> again, just to pivot here Bring with, it back to like with the experiences, I know your experiences are going to be a lot different than all of ours. Um, experiences with police officers. Right. What's you your experience? Start? Let's you're go. On, yeah, you're please. On our own personal. Our own personal. Well, I think it's good for people to see. Yeah, no, I think it's good. Yes, the reality, for sure, for sure. You know, my experience, it ha it has been it has been uh, peaceful for the most part. I think at the most, I feel, um, you know, I would be harassed, and my heart is racing extremely because of the images that go through my mind of all the videos I've seen. You know, the Flandreau Castile, Eric Garner, mm -hmm. uh, Mike Brown, all these stories that I hear. I'm like, man, am I going to be a hashtag? This is the kind of things that run through my mind whenever a cop pulls me over. That's a um, heavy thought. It am really I, Am is. I going to be a hashtag? That's Dude, a crazy... That's a... Yeah, but bro. you don't give anyone like when you've been pulled over, you you haven't give anyone. You don't give anyone a reason. No, I try right. and be You're as respectful as possible. Right. I look, I think that you know, 
right now, you know, black people, we have to know where we are to know that where we're going at the end of the day. So you can make causes that increase your chances of a policeman killing you. Like if you know where you right. are. Right. So I know my chances of death is higher when I get pulled over. Right. And, and then depending on how I react can escalate the situation, you know? So we have to black people, we have to everyone. I think anyone until the police enforcement change, we have to watch what we do at the end of the day. Just, and just like anything else, if I go down some, uh, I know an area that is, uh, has a high crime, I'm going to move differently. It's the same way when I get pulled over by a cop. So I, I got my hands on the wheel. Yep. My, I turn my lights on if it's dark. I put all my windows down. This is this is it for me to like say, hey, like I am not a threat. Please, you know, value my life. Unfortunately, that's the reality. But I have to I have to do it if I want to go home to see my family. You know, so that's yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah, yeah. So nothing really specific that stood out because you don't really. I mean, you you don't give an officer a reason. Right, I don't Smart. give an officer a reason, Smart. and you know, I, I, you know, I'll say briefly, like when I was nineteen, I got pulled over by the police and. One cop car turned into six cop cars yeah, for some reason. That would never happened for us. And it was right in, in Chandler, man, in Arizona. If oh, you ever been man. to Chandler, yeah, right course. down the street from my house, I was with my friend. I, I, I had a black friend, one black friend, and two Asian guys. Mm. You know, uh, and those Asian guys they ruined it for you, huh? That's what happened. <laughs> man, I think they saved us, man. <laughs> you know, I got they. They asked me to step out the car. And, um, you know, I just, I stayed calm and then I, they, they had me do the alcohol test, count back and all that. And then, so you haven't drink tonight? I'm like, no, sir. For no reason. No reason. No, yeah. I wasn't swerving. That's it was a, it was, it started off with a motorcycle car waiting at a gas station. They saw me, my windows down, saw a black guy driving the car. He just went, turned the lights on. There's no way he would know like how I was driving the last five minutes, but they were just asking because they know because of the system that they, the chance of finding something on a black person is very high, whether that's weed and it's stupid as hell that weed's illegal. But if we know the history of why weed is legal, it was to a attack the black community. You know, the drug on war thing that was to attack the black community, put more black people in jail. Mm. So they know a black guy, his chances of having weed on him is very high. And I bet you I can find weed on him, put him in the jail, get my quota. Boom. The system keeps moving. But for me, I don't smoke weed. And so he asked me, hey, you got any weed on you? Da, da, da. I'm like, I mean, no, sir, I don't. He's like, okay, you didn't smoke weed at all today? I said, I don't smoke weed. I don't, I've never smoked weed in my life, sir. He said, you don't have to lie to me. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> lying to you, sir. And he says, you haven't smoked weed in, ever in your life. I'm like, no. He's like, he all right. Mad. And then they just gave up and we wound up driving. But the fact that they got six cars because they just know like, hey, black male, mm. you know, black male. Call back uh, up. Got black male. Let's call extra backup just in case this might be something. Yeah. Probably I, I can only, I feel weird talking about this, right? Okay. Because <laughs> not weird, but like, because I've been pulled over, arrested. Anything? Yeah. Oh, not arrested, but I've been pulled over mm -hmm. mostly for speeding, right? And I've never I'm, been pulled over speeding. I feel like, dude, if I got pulled over speeding, <laughs> you're the safest my, driver, right? <laughs> bro, my life would be, I would be racing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting pulled over for like a legit reason. I'm going to die. For Every sure. time I've been pulled over was like just, literally nothing. I think one yeah, time I think really. I made an illegal left turn, like mm. when I didn't know what it was. Never ran, I've ran red lights, but I never got pulled over for red lights. I've gotten screenshot. Anyway, back to your story. Well, it's like, I think back to when I was in um, high school, right? We. Uh, I think I could talk about this. So we, mm. <laughs> so, I, so yeah, it was me <laughs> and my group of friends and almost all of us were just a bunch of white kids. Right. Mm. And out of my apartment, 
we sold drugs out of our apartment. Okay. Right? Like Most, just pretty much just weed. Coke, pretty much just weed. That's that coke, trap. Coke, heroin. Right? right? No coke, heroin. heroin. Right. Some some weed and some coke. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. This is true. Okay. So, wow. But wow, I was just I throwing in. Okay. Um, but, and the cops were aware of us and they would come through and they would, they would poke their heads in and see what's happening. Uh-huh. And for the most part, none of us got arrested. Uh-huh. Some people did for other things. Right. Uh-huh. But for the most part, we were never harassed. We were right. checked on. Right. But I know if we were black mm-hmm. or any other color, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. Right. They would have been not, uh, they would have kicked down our door. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, crazy. that's when I think back on it, I was like, yeah, that's 100% because we were a bunch of white kids doing it instead right. of a bunch of black kids doing it. Right. So they're just probably like, ah, they're not they're doing like, anything. Ah, they're just, just, they're just kids. kids. They're cares. fine. They're not doing anything bad. Yeah, right. It's not like, the end of the month. We don't because need that's, And that's how they <laughs> yeah. feel. Like, they know at the end of the day, like, getting going to prison for drugs is, like, honestly so dumb. Like, nonviolent crimes Agreed. go to prison for. So they look at you, like, people that are in power, they look at you like they're your kid. Like, they, like they'll look at you and they, yeah. they'll... they'll you'll remind them of their cousin or their son. Yeah, so when they're exactly. arresting you, they're going to think their son. When they look at a black guy, they're going to think of a delinquent that they've, they, they don't have that. So yeah, it's, exactly. it's a, you know, it's a systemic it's thing, man. It's deep. And part I've been of pulled, I've been pulled over for speeding before. And I was going like 85 going across the San Mateo bridge. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not bad. And like, that bad over San Mateo bridge. Yeah. Well, 85, 85 and 65. That's yeah, 20, yeah. So like it's, you know, it was oh, speeding okay. and like the dude, um, I was, polite and like instead of giving me like a $500 speeding ticket he get my ID didn't have my current address on it mm-hmm. so he gave me a fix a ticket for my address being wrong which was like $25 mm-hmm. instead of a speeding ticket which is $500 right and I know for a fact that that was because of I look like this right even though I'm I'm half white and half Mexican but I'm pretty much just I just look like a white guy yeah right yeah well so. it might have been in that situation of your speeding by the way I got I was doing something wrong but like he didn't he didn't know that right I mean, well, you were maybe, speeding. You were speeding. I right? was speeding. Okay, yeah. but I'm saying, but like, like, he could have given me a ticket for speeding, but then I don't know. Maybe he just didn't have a radar and he just saw me driving. He could have just been a cool cop. There's that too. You know what I mean? And, like, and I think that's important to. It's not. It's well, not a popular opinion, but there are good cops. Absolutely. And there yeah, are cops sure. that are that were involved in these protests and were supportive. Like the I'm cop sure. in, in uh, Santa Cruz that was in that was kneeling with everyone else. Right. And like, there's a uh, a family friend is training to be uh, training to be a cop and he's mm-hmm. he's genuinely a good person and he's going into it because he wants to protect and serve and that's what mm-hmm. his intention is right and i think people go in to being a cop with those intentions they want to do good mm-hmm. but get caught up in kind of what you mentioned earlier kind of this weird gang mentality within the system mm-hmm. that kind of changes how you act based on how you know what other people are saying within the police department right. as well as what one of the conversations we had i had with him is that it also comes down to a lot of um, training and like what you said, policies, mm-hmm. right? So in California, well, this is based on what he told me, right? Mm-hmm. So in California, cops are trained in these situations. They have policies within their the, within the police department to handle situations as nonviolent as possible. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it still happens, right. but they're trained to not do that. Right. And they and they and there's things in, in order to try to prevent things happen. Right. Other states don't have those policies Mm -hmm. they don't have the good they don't train their officers to not escalate right and that's where you see situations like this Mm happen over and over again in states and in counties and everything else that don't properly train police officers to de-escalate right and that's where you right run into these you know and i think that this could be my own this is probably my own opinion and maybe 
I think there's people that think the same way, but you know, I feel that when you have, you know, you have a duty to, to protect people's life. And also you have the capability of ending people's life. Right. And then we see how tough it is to become a doctor, you know, and I'm not saying that should be the same exact path for a police officer, but you know, I just know how much easier it is to become a police officer. And I feel like that matters. People that are passionate about making the community a better place that's a, that's instead of someone who's like, man, I just want to beat some people's ass. Yeah. And yeah. there's definitely, I wanna, that. There's definitely there's that. that. That's what I'm saying. We got to reduce that. We got to keep the cool ass cops that actually want to deescalate situations and just be cool in their in in, in, in their communities instead of the people that just want to beat up people because i've seen so many videos where black people aren't dying but they're getting their ass beat right you know just Same. that are handcuffed you know so we we got to like have this thing also another thing i would be cool and politically is cop, a cop has to live in that community to serve that community most of the cops that go to these black communities, they live up in like, for what example, Walnut but, Creek. But right now, I get that. But I, I'm then, then in a real world situation. What if there's not enough in that community, or there's none? I'm just well, no. I'm I'm, just I mean, that's why you got to hire. I'm not saying. I mean, there's always if they want to do it. Well, well, yeah. There's going to be cops. There's for sure. And if that's the thing, that's when reparations comes in. Because if you're talking about the black communities, we have to have people that can afford to go to school and go do the proper. Uh, uh, you know, customs to become a police officer. So that's that would be part of the whole thing. But the goal should be is if the cop lives in that community, he will know the residents that live in that community, and he'll right. know who's bad, who who's a bad egg, who grew up with abusive mom. They have more empathy for that human life. But you have someone living in Walnut Creek, come down to West right. Oakland, can't you know, uh, uh, and he can't relate. He's just gonna yeah. see a bunch of people he never seen before in his life, and he'll go back to Walnut Creek, and everything's cool. Just like that guy, yeah, Derek. He doesn't idea. live in the community that that he killed George Floyd in. So it creates a more cohesive relationship with law enforcement and the people when law enforcement actually lives and goes to the store on their off time. A part of the community. So. A part of the community. That they're protecting. Exactly. So that, there needs to be policies that that push that more. You know what I'm saying? Instead of sending in, you know. Sending in the troops. Or sending in the in, troops. Yeah. They're like, hey, go handle that. We got a call. They got to drive. Because that's our solution for everything. When things escalate to a certain level. I get it. Right. Right, so, right, right. I understand. Um, what was going to say? Uh, uh, we we're, yeah, I mean, we're 50. Getting close. Yeah. Getting close. What are we in? 50 minutes maybe in? we should start thinking of, you know, how do we want to end this the, this conversation, right? What do um, we want to, how do we, what do we want yeah, people to kind of take away, take away from yeah, this, well, this conversation? Mean, you know what I mean? I was just going to just build on what, you know, build upon what you're saying. It just comes down to power to me. You know what I mean? I think that. You know, there's good seeds and bad seeds with everything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the problem is giving too much power to one. But then the whole conversation, then you can also argue that, well, what if you're in a situation where you actually have to defend yourself? Mm -hmm. Then you, you need that certain amount of power. Right. But maybe limiting power. I think that goes more to what you're saying, though, paralleling to what you're saying in regard to there needs to be certain, like, mm -hmm. con like constrictions, right? Right. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway. Um on that yeah there you go I yeah would, i would say for, you want to say i would say you know obviously just coming from my perspective that you know i think the majority of people are are eager for change mm -hmm. and they want better for everybody across right. the board right. and i just encourage people to really do research mm -hmm. on local government and going out there and voting register to vote and i think mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing that any one person can do right now right let me add one more thing. I think um, there's also a good, good amount of people that actually don't care. Of course. Exactly. Is that and, bad to say? I'm sorry. And, but it's, and unfortunately, I, it's true. But like that's, no. that's why the protests are good is to try to change people's minds. But I'm saying, I'm saying if people are not directly effect, affected, 
I, I don't think people are emotionally connected to this. Well, just I'm add, saying in general. So no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead. There's always going to be a percentage of people who just don't give a damn. But when you think about the civil rights, that movement, it was not all of America that had to wake up for that change to happen. It was a, it was mm. a group, a, 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 a good portion. You know, I don't know how many millions of people were involved, but it did not reflect the population of, of America. A good number of people, they all had one goal, desegregation and, and, uh, uh, and less uh, racist, um, you know, policies that are that are holding them back from being real citizens uh, in this country. They all went and fought for it. Right. So the, not everyone has to be included. We shouldn't like if people don't want to be involved with it, there's enough people that are down but to now, make a better place. Imagine this though. Imagine let's just like in simple terms. What if there's like, you know, you have five different groups of friends. What if one of them actually gave a right? Uh -huh. And they and they actually led the charge. Be like, guys, listen, this is important to me. I want to share this with you. Mm -hmm. And it becomes like, um, I don't know, you know, like, you know, you ever heard that term? What is it? You lead by you lead by example. Mm -hmm. Couldn't it be as simple as that too? And that's another thing. You know, to it, get the message. Yeah. Go ahead. And that's another thing that the one, like a lot of people say, what can I do? Right. And that's a good example of what one person can do. Right. Is just in your circle. Because I think your peers follow. Be like, wow. Yeah. Talk you about know? it. Sure. Engage in people. Get mm -hmm. them to think the way to to think the to to think the progress. Or at least way you tried. It. At least right. try. Right. At the very least. Anyway, now I'll go ahead. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What would be your ending statement? My ending statement. Your, okay. Your well, truth. let's see. We started this conversation about about how this all started. Why we're even having this conversation right now. And then people that are speaking out and protesting and uh, using their voice. So I would tell anyone that's listening to keep this energy after the protests die. Mm -hmm. So when your emotions, you know, are, you know, chilling out again and you're, you know, back to rest mode and back into your life, especially those who, you know, aren't black and, you know, they don't have to deal with that reality, mm -hmm. you know. Treat this like water, like flowing water. Right now, protesting and like all this energy is fire. It's great when it's needed, but we need to be like water. And the water is advocating for policies that is going to prevent future George Floyds from happening. And like I said, there's people that are that are uh, that have done a ton of research and homework on what that can do to society. Like I said, a black agenda. And in reparations for ADOS or American descendants of slavery, uh, and just being engaged politically, being politically educated, and really having a deep sense of humanity and understanding that when you help, when this happens, when when we change this situation for Black people, it's going to make America a better place. It's going to make the world a better place. It's going to actually America is going to be making a statement, something that should have been dealt with. It's going to make the world a better place. So beautifully said. Thanks, guys. You've uh, that was that was great. You've been uh, watching Avatar a lot, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, dude, Avatar. Just <laughs> why? Is it? I was I grew up Buddhist, the, bro. The, the water, the water. Oh, oh is that what yeah, it was? yeah. That was, I so think, be <laughs> less like Zuko and more like Katara. Hey, there you go. There you, you gotta, go, dude. You gotta watch Avatar. Go to Netflix. Yeah, man. It's not it's a rom-com. Really I don't really relate to it. It's man, beautiful. and you'll also tap. You'll also tap into you know it's the, hella funny the too. East Asian like yeah, it's roots. I learned about in your life. It taught me about cheese. I'm Asian, but I'm not pro. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm pro people. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, that's a start. All right, word. All right, uh, rest in peace, George Floyd, his family. Yes. Please uh, take what you hear seriously. And, please, uh, drop please, a- please donate, and I think we should uh, put a link to it in yes. the description of the Absolutely. video. Yeah, for yes, sure. We will do that. Drop a comment, and thank you for the time. Till next week. Yeah.